Welcome to By Invitation Only with your host, Alex Okal. I'm a founder and certified business strategist who helps purpose-led business owners like you create a more spacious calendar through revenue diversification so you can make one-to-one by invitation only. Serve more clients and boost your revenue past five figures without adding more Zoom calls to your calendar. In this podcast, we are deep diving into mindset, vision and values, visibility strategy, digital marketing, product suite expansion, affiliate marketing, systems and processes, and so much more, so you can build a sustainable, systemized business that brings in revenue on autopilot, not just when you have a Zoom call. Hello and welcome back to another episode of By Invitation Only with me, your host, Alex Oakle. So today we are talking about how I diversified my revenue streams in my nutrition business and how I moved from a one-to-one to a one-to-more or one-to-many model. So a bit of back, this is a chatty one, by the way, this is a chatty story time podcast. So if that's not your vibe, then no problem. I'll see you next week for a more informative, educational, serious podcast. But today, indulge me and I'm going to be telling you all about my journey with diversifying my revenue streams. So I started my nutrition business in 2020. It was a general nutrition private practice. I was working with anyone, pretty much anyone who wanted a non-diet intuitive eating approach. And I really, I found it like okay to find clients. I um, had established an Instagram account it it wasn't huge at all my website was nice I spent a lot of time faffing on it but it really wasn't optimized for SEO I truly don't really know how my first clients found me which really says it all because you should be knowing where people are finding you so you can you know replicate those results but anyway it's fine I had a few different clients and it just naturally happened that people with PCOS were finding me. PCOS is um, stands for polycystic ovary syndrome and it is a hormonal condition that affects about one in 10 people with ovaries in the UK. So it's super common and it probably affects actually more people. But I found that a lot of people with PCOS were finding me. I was curious about it. I did my research. I did various courses and um, just got involved in that PCOS world and just kind of organically like I said these people with PCOS were finding me so it just it kind of naturally evolved in 2021 to restructure my whole business changing the name and the branding and just focusing on people with PCOS so at this time I was still seeing clients one-to-one but this is really what helped me become fully booked was having this niche because the intuitive eating niche is already uh, not that niche anymore, Uh, definitely not anymore, which is a great thing. Um, But I had this almost double niche of PCOS and the non-diet or intuitive eating approach. So I had this double niche, I was getting recommendations, people were finding me online just because it was kind of quite specific. So um, even though I didn't really know what I was doing with SEO, it was still kind of working just because it was quite niche to have a non-diet PCOS nutritionist in the UK, in London, blah, blah, blah. So people were able to find me via uh, my website, via SEO, and that worked out great to be able to get fully booked. I was also utilizing Instagram. It's when Reels really started taking off. So I was kind of creating those very basic bitch Reels where you're pointing at things and it just was working pretty well. At this point, I was fully booked. I was still working um, full time at um, in a university, and I was just feeling super overwhelmed. And there was just a lot going on. 
And the way that this business was structured where I was seeing a lot of clients as one-off appointments rather than kind of packages. There were some people who I was on, you know, was working with in a packaged way, but a lot of them it was one-off, which is just a whole extra level of kind of stress on the body almost because you are meeting these people for the first time in these calls. It's very high energy. They expect a lot out of these sessions. So it was just a lot after a full day of work as well obviously seeing people in the evening, weekends, stuff like that. So it was just jam-packed, crazy busy. And then 2022, I really started feeling this resistance to working with clients. And it was because of all the reasons I've mentioned, because I was so busy and booked up. And it was one of those where like, it felt, I think a lot of people saw it on the outside and thought, oh my God, amazing. Alex is fully booked. How is she doing it? Blah, blah, blah. And it's one of those where, as I think a lot of us probably have experienced, it can look great from the outside, that Instagram, picturesque, picture perfect lifestyles going on. And on the inside, you're thinking, oh my God, what is happening? How has this happened? How can I make it stop? So I really started feeling this resistance because of how busy I was. I had a serious burnout and I'd also started having pelvic pain for coming up to six months at this point when I was entering 2022, I was getting married that year, all of these different things were going on. I also felt this kind of resistance because I felt like I had this bigger message to share because it, because my niche was so unique. Um, being this um, very particular nutritionist in a particular space in the UK where it just wasn't as big of a thing, I just felt like I wasn't impacting as many people as I wanted to impact. I also felt like I was sharing similar advice on all of my calls. Of course, there was this bespoke nature of working one-to-one, but a lot of it was quite similar information, which I just thought, how can I get that part of it, the non-bespoke part where it's just like, you just need to know this information is just like a, almost like a prerequisite to working with me. How can I get this out to reach more people? Because even just having that information without the bespoke part, I knew could help so many people. And I'd taken, you know, these last couple of years to do all that research myself, to learn it all, to see clients and to see that this work, this framework that I'd created worked. And I was like, how can I reach more people? And I was thinking about doing a course and I had all these different ideas. And then I actually decided that maybe working one-to-one wasn't for me but I'm skipping ahead the the story a little bit so let's go back a little bit so as I was felt like I was sharing this similar advice I decided to create an ebook with the help of my small team um, and we co-wrote an ebook which was released in September 2022. I knew that I wanted to help those people who couldn't necessarily afford one-to-one or a course or maybe a course wasn't quite right for them because it's quite a lot of you know, a time investment to do a course. So I wanted to create a book that people could, you know, read on the beach, read on their commute. So we wrote this book called Eating Intuitively for PCOS. And I'm really, really proud of it. It's um, a really, I think, a great piece of work. And we self-publish with Amazon, Amazon KDP, which I'm sure I'll do an episode on soon because it can be a really great way to get your book out into the world without having to go through the traditional routes. One day I would love to publish it traditionally, um, just because I think it could impact even more people. Um, But for the moment it's on Amazon and it creates lovely consistent sales, which is what I really wanted and gets great reviews and great feedback. So that's really, really is the main thing. Um, So we released that in September 22. And also at the same time, we released a course for professionals because I, like I said, I'd done all the reading, done all the research and I'd done a a few different courses on PCOS for professionals, for people who wanted to work with people with PCOS. And the quality was very kind of varied across the different courses. A lot of it was very US focused. 
that a lot of it wasn't non-diet, that all these different facts, I just knew we could create a great course. So again, with the help of my small team, we created a course that was launched in September 2022. And at the time of this recording, we're about to update it for 2023. So you created that course. That was an absolutely amazing um, thing to do. It just, it was, it created, I think it's created a huge impact because we are helping more nutritionists, dietitians, personal trainers, um, anyone who's kind of in the wellbeing space who wants to work with people with PCF. PCOS, we are creating um, a really great resource for those people who can offer more of that compassionate care. So this really, these two things that I did, releasing the ebook, releasing the course, really helped me kind of tick that impact box that I felt like I was missing. I felt like I couldn't reach as many people as I wanted to reach. So that was really great for me. It kind of took that off my shoulders and made me feel a little bit better um, because I knew that this was... um, just creating this wider impact which I absolutely loved and both the course and the book being released in September was purposeful because it is PCOS awareness month that month so that worked really nicely to kind of create that buzz around it and with the course I did a um, like a pre-sale so you could buy it at a much lower cost um, and it would be released in September because I wanted to make sure I kind of gauged the interest I didn't want to create it if no one cared but it did amazingly I think we finished with like 29 pre-sales so I was super happy with that and then the book just obviously just you can't sell out but it was went crazy on the first day and the first few weeks and now it consistently brings in uh, sales pretty much every day which is absolutely great so that's what happened in September 2022 and then in September and October time I found out that I was having surgery at the end of October it was all very faffy as you can imagine with the NHS it was kind of one second you're having surgery, the next you're not. And this was all for my chronic pelvic pain that I spoke about earlier. So this was to see if I had endometriosis. And I knew that I wanted to take at least three weeks off of the surgery. I knew realistically I may need longer. Um, So I knew that I needed to tell my clients that I wasn't going to be able to work with them one-to-one. So I told my clients I was taking a hiatus. And I'm so glad that I properly kind of told them that I'm actually going to take uh, time off until at least the new year and of course you probably now know I never actually went back to private practice and I'll go back to how that happened but I never actually went back to private practice I was kind of having like I said this resistance I'd built it up to this capacity and it was feeling pretty full and I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed and also I just felt like it doesn't suit my personality necessarily doing the one-to-one nutrition counselling. It's very, very intense and also it's a lot of, you're taking on a lot of people's emotions. Even if people think that you're not necessarily doing a counselling or therapeutic role, I was taking on a lot of people's emotions in terms of fertility struggles. All of those are different things when I'm going through a similar thing myself. It just, it was, it was really, really challenging. So I just knew I wanted to take a hiatus. And now I've actually never gone back and I never really realized that was possible. So that was amazing to kind of be able to create this nutrition business that actually allows me not to have to work one-to-one if I don't want to. So after my surgery, I couldn't see clients one-to-one. I also didn't really have the inclination because I was recovering. And I decided to invest in an SEO course to really understand SEO because I had this dream of like, well, how can I reach even more people without doing group programs and courses and things like that? I just, it, I just didn't really want to do that. And I was also kind of thinking, if I release a course, I'm going to have to keep increasing my traffic. Do I want to keep showing up on social media? 
not really it just wasn't really suiting me at the time the algorithm was changing i wasn't in the mood tiktok was taking over i was like i don't want to do tiktok what can i do and seo and pinterest were kind of coming up as ideas so i thought okay i'm gonna go all in on seo and which i did i did erica julson's seo made simple course which you can see a review of on my website and um, if you head to alexocal.com slash seo dash made dash simple then you can read my case study there if that's of interest to you and um, i always say that the slash bit strange i find it really hard to say but alexocal.com slash seo dash made dash simple and i'll leave a link down below so i invested in an seo course i learned everything i needed to know i created sops so standard operating procedures for my writers so that they would be able to utilize the knowledge that I had built from this course and I sent it out to them and I just went all in on SEO and I also did a million and one different things at the start of 2023 in terms of swapping over hosting for my uh, website for the nutrition website and changing the domain to .com from .co.uk all of these different things to try and help with the SEO as well as consistently creating new articles and updating old articles so this really led to a whole shift in business model because I'd shifted from this very kind of traditional nutrition model where you have one-to-one -one clients in a private practice, maybe eventually you create a group program or move to um, maybe you write a book in a traditional capacity, whereas I'd really completely switched that on its head and said, I'm giving up all the one-to-one, -one. I'm just going to focus on SEO and Pinterest, and I'm going to make money through affiliate marketing and selling digital products. So that was a complete shift and kind of scary and terrifying, but also so exciting. I knew that this business model suited my personality and the way I wanted to live a lot more in terms of not necessarily being tied down by a calendar. I wanted to be able to bring in income even when I wasn't working. I find that that sort of business model is so much more sustainable for me it makes me feel secure it's just a much better way for me to work it suits me and my personality a lot more so now i'm at the stage where i make more money with affiliate marketing on that website than i did ever seeing one-to-one -one clients i have regular sales of digital products like my courses and the ebook um, we've been bringing in ads onto the site um, and we had a few problems with some of the kind of tech. So we've taken them off for now, but they're going to be going back on at some point. Ideally, I want to reach 50,000 sessions a month so I can go with Mediavine because I've heard amazing things about that ad network. That's another way that we're bringing in this semi-passive income because the passive side comes because you create the thing and then you get paid again and again when you're not working but the kind of semi side of it the semi-passive rather than saying it's completely passive is because you have to do the work in the first place so we write articles I write them my writers um, write them I edit them all and I upload them and I work on the SEO for them and they get seen by people on Google people click and then if people see your adverts then you get paid for them and then we also link to affiliate products so people can purchase products from different sites and we get a kickback a small kickback for that or we also have our shop where people can buy our uh, course for professionals or our ebook so that's the kind of the way that we have now built this business model and we are growing via SEO and Pinterest taking this more hands-off approach I have a couple of writers who work for me freelance and I send about half a day to a day a week on that on the nutrition business writing and doing marketing 
And it really gave me the time to start this business, alexocal.com. And it really helped me be able to help other people who are feeling capped with one-to-one work like I was, which I just love being able to help other people do what I now do. Um, So whether the people are feeling kind of financially capped in terms of they've reached the ceiling, they don't want to increase their prices, they're kind of debating, do I bring in another person to take on some of my clients or do I expand with digital products or can I bring in affiliate marketing like how what am I going to do next I love helping people at that stage of their business and I also have um, the kind of capacity and I absolutely love helping people who are kind of feeling capped with impact you know they're thinking I'm only really helping a very particular group of people who can afford my one-to-one how can I create more of an impact with free or with paid products so love 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 helping people with that side of things as well and I also have lots of ideas for other nutrition businesses I'd love to start and I'm definitely have a little bit of a domain graveyard going on on my google domains because i just keep collecting domains um and i really need to start doing something with them but i have so many different ideas it's just kind of figuring out what i want to prioritize what i have time to prioritize fleshing out the idea and getting started with it so i have so many more things that i want to do and creating this business with diversified revenue streams has really really been able to give me the time and ability to be able to do all these different ventures and keep growing the initial nutrition business that i started in 2020. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode, this more chatty conversational episode where I told you all about how I have diversified my revenue streams in my nutrition business away from that one-to-one traditional model. So I hope you join me next week for more insights to grow past five figures by making one-to-one by invitation only. I'll see you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of By Invitation Only. If you want to hear more from me, head to my Instagram or TikTok at underscore Alex Opal or head to alexopal.com and sign up to my weekly email series, In Demand and Diversifying, for coaches and experts who want to make one-to-one by invitation only by diversifying their revenue stream. See you next Wednesday.